two Aquarius brains much better than one. <laughs> it's our birthday month, guys. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's the new year it's and it's our birthday day. month. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Don't ever Everybody, my birthday is the 24th and Alicia's is the 25th. And that's why you guys love us so much. No. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. We're going to have so much fun this year. Guys, don't forget, if you want to give us a birthday present, you know what the best gift would be? Subscribing to this podcast and following yes. and telling all your friends about it and coming back right. every week and rating it. Yes. And you know what? It's free, guys. You don't have to pay. Just go ahead and click that follow button. Tell at least five friends about it. Your support would be amazing. And that would be the best birthday present for the both of us. Would you agree, Alicia? I would totally agree. That's fabulous. Please, yes. Like okay. I'm Dee. I'm Alicia. Happy New Year. <laughs> we having a good new year. We having a good new year. Yes, yes, yes. Put it up there in the air. Welcome back, everybody, to Teal of Interiors. We are back from our short Christmas vacation, hiatus, whatever you want to call it. And today, we are just going to jump right into it. And we are going to tell you the top trends for 2022. Alicia and I are going to discuss them and tell you whether or not we believe it. <laughs> right, Alicia? Yes. How about that? Yeah. We're just going to discuss whether or not we believe it. Sounds good. And you know what? Before we get to that, you guys know what I need to know. Alicia, what you sipping on, girl? Girl, I have some papaya leaf tea today. Mmm. Sounds delicioso. Yeah. Different, though. I don't even know how to explain it. I actually have to think about what it tastes like. Does it taste like papaya juice or does it taste, what does it taste like? No, it doesn't taste like papaya, it doesn't taste like juice, it, it doesn't taste any. It's mild? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm working on it. Get back to me. For Christmas this year, my sister knows how much I love tea, right? She's always thinking of me and she brought me some tea from Just Tea called purple chocolate it's made from purple tea leaves and a chocolate cocoa and those are the only two ingredients you know what it reminds me of though i know you've probably had this before jamaican chocolate tea oh yeah Ooh, so good i gave some to sean and he loved it thanks to my sister for the tea that i'm sipping on today Nice. All right, Alicia, you know what it's time for. Yeah. Yes, let's hear it. We're going to be talking about trends today. I thought it would be fitting to discuss what was the first marble extraction? Do you know when that was? No. Are you kidding? Of course not. Okay, it happened in Greece. It can be dated back to the third century BC in the islands of Paros, I hope I'm saying that right, and Nakol. I'm trying to say it, I'm Greek. Don't be mad at me out there. <laughs> in the Aegean Sea. Mm -hmm. Marble extraction in these islands became popular and got a dominant position in the ancient world. In Anatolia, it was called the Cradle of Civilization, and marble was used in 
construction of homes, tombs, temples, and sculptures during the Roman and Byzantine era. Italy, they don't show their first extraction until 155 BC. What's very interesting is that you fast forward now. Find effects, sound effects and all. <laughs> yeah. Turkey is the leader in marble export right now hmm. with 42% share in the global market. Hmm. Anyway, that's our randomness for today. Lovely. We're going to move into 10 trends forecasted for 2022. And Alicia and I are going to let you know whether or not we believe in these trends. This is a commentary episode because I'm going to be reading from housebeautiful.com. Their interior design trends that will be huge, they say, in 2022. Well, that's what they say. But let's see what Alicia and Dee says. Number one, Alicia, they say more vintage than ever. Oh, sorry. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh oh i was trying to sweeten my tea a little bit because i'm a little bitter but go ahead <laughs> uh, seriously that was my sugar dish <laughs> it didn't break did it no girl it didn't break okay well thank you <laughs> so, oh gosh this is editing okay so <laughs> just leave it in just leave it in I may have to. They're going to think we are on crack coming back from this episode. Okay. More vintage than ever is going to be the first trend we're talking about. And it's due to the shortages in the supply chains and the increased focus on the environment. I have something to say about this. Can I just jump in real quick? Please do. We know that I've been a sustainable person slash designer since the beginning of time. Yeah. And I always believe furniture deserves to have the longest life possible it is always gonna be in style vintage or traditional furniture always saving the environment and our planet should never be a trend that's what i have to say about that i just feel we should always upcycle always find a way to give something new life don't put that real piece of wood on the curb unless you know, I'm going to come by and pick it up anyway. But I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> me too. You know me. Alicia, go ahead. Give me your thoughts on that. Vintage. So, yeah, I agree. Okay. Now, vintage, I'm all about. And I think it's, you know, they say it's a new trend. Fine, whatever. It's an ongoing trend. Okay. You got to infuse just for the sake of character. I comb the stores, all of them. I go to, sometimes I go to two and three in one day because I'm looking and I don't even have to be on a mission to find anything in particular. I love vintage shops. I love those thrift stores, you know, places that may have vintage furniture because they just, you never know what you're going to find in there. And I love the fact that they're always mad cheap. <laughs> they don't have this, they either don't care or they have to, they don't have the slightest idea what they have, you know? I, I just love it. So, I love the fact that they don't have the slightest idea what they have. Good furniture never gets old, though. That's the thing. and People don't understand it. It's not about styling. It's about character. It's about, I'll, I'll even go as far as saying integrity, you know? It's just authentic. It's amazing. It's an old house. You know how I am. Definitely an old house yeah, girl. Like, 
the workmanship, craftsmanship, and pride. All right, let's move on to number two. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah, I could not handle the tea. That was really too bitter. Papaya leaf. I don't. I don't. Maybe I did it wrong. Steeped it too long. I don't know. But that was way too bitter. I had to switch up. I had to switch up to a new tea. Just FYI. What you got now? The cinnamon spice. That hot cinnamon spice. Really, really good. It was too. It was bitter. I was like, what the? Mm-mm. Mm. I haven't in that long. But I really probably could have had it in for one second. Oh my been. gosh. Oh. Yeah. That's horrible. Maybe that's, maybe people, maybe that's a taste. It's an acquired taste. Number two, Alicia, plenty of natural materials. All right. They said, we'll see a focus on natural materials, especially in spaces, living rooms. Living room design trends are mirroring the revolution against fast fashion, now aiming for longevity and timelessness. Individuals are seeking a more responsible approach to design that their living spaces live longer. First of all, your living spaces should live longer because... If you're working with a designer, you're spending really good money to acquire yeah. to acquire these things. And you know what? Most of the time, I must say, when you deal with an interior designer, your space usually is going to end up timeless anyway. Right? Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think what happens a lot of times, and I've had this happen. You know, I've been doing this long enough to have seen some of my things look, they need to be refreshed. <laughs> Some of my projects, I mean. You're right. You may have to change. It, it, very seldom it's a, a whole room. It'll be maybe chairs or the fabric, you know? And it's not because it's ugly or it doesn't work. It's because it kind of dates the space, you know? It feels, you said it was done in the 80s or, well, whatever. Yeah, and your 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 taste changes about every ten to fifteen years, or some people sooner. But I mean, if you could get ten years out of a living room, then you've done amazing. Be proud of yourself. I'm uh, in agreement with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. That's not a new trend, though. Number three, mm-hmm. black accents. Eyes rolling again. Eyes rolling again for sure. <laughs> for sure, eyes rolling big time. Come on. Okay, sorry. It's my eyeliner comment, you know? <laughs> if you gotta have the eyeliner, you gotta have the, or the punctuation, you have to have something that just, you know, helps to define. Every room has to have a black accent and something to make the area, you know, have some depth. Adding more black to a space as your accent would definitely help to make it stand out and lend to that sophistication, right? I feel it's a timeless addition to your home decor. I agree. We're going to switch gears and we're going to go a little more sophisticated on you guys. We were just having fun in the beginning. According to Architectural Digest, there are nine trends, according to Cherish, that you are going to see in home decor, okay? We were talking about home trends. Now we're going to home decor trends. Okay, what are you going to expect this year? According to Architectural Digest, what you're going to expect this year is what we talked about. Vintage items and things that. You want to elaborate on that a little bit? I believe that if you are able to have pieces that are very, and not just vintage, but pieces that feel they were extracted from, I won't say relics or artifacts, but if they feel maybe they're reproductions 
that they were taken from someplace. Now, I have to take pieces from architecture, corbels or a pediment or some type of column or maybe some piece of decorative millwork that came off of a building. And I would have something that in my home makes a difference when things look, they came from another era, another time. And I don't mean 10 years ago, but hundreds of years ago. Very cool. And I think that's all about the story that your home tells, right? Because mm -hmm. you know, your home is telling a story. When you have these pieces that feel from antiquity it, or, you know, from a Or your travels. That's another travel. Yes, that's yeah. what I was just about to say. Mm -hmm. People might say, oh, where's this piece? And you might say, oh, you know, I went to Kenya and I stopped by the market and blah, 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 you know. And you can discuss that object or that item that you brought back. And also a nice way to incorporate and to really show off these pieces to elevate and you need to really draw attention to the things you love. One way you can do that is, he said, by using those columns. Columns are really popular again. You can use a column just to elevate that piece and make it feel like piece of you know uh, art that it is even if it's a face mask or something you don't want to put that on a low piece of furniture i recently went on vacation and i saw it was really interesting and it, it's nothing that i hadn't seen before but i liked the application it was the backdrop for the bar it was hand carved hand painted it was very very detailed and very ornate. That was now part of the architecture of the room. And I thought that was just spectacular. A very good use of material and of something that tells a story. Because you're not going to walk in that room and not ask where they got that from. Or what is that? Or how did they, where did this come from? It starts a conversation. Visually interesting. Yeah. It, it's very important to have these found object pieces. Because they go really nicely, especially if your place is... If you're more of a minimalist and you don't use too much furniture, you allow everything to stand out, you know, and it just, it just makes your space that much more unique and incredible. You won't see it anywhere else, you know, because right now, you know, we see a lot of cookie cutter, right, Alicia? That's correct. A lot of cookie cutter going on. Another thing that they mention is contemporary surrealism. Okay. What's surrealism? Some people may ask. It's having a moment right now, and it's experimenting with two-dimensional perspectives alongside bold color combinations. Yeah, I see it a lot. I've done it. It's not, it's not terribly dramatic, which it can be, but I've done it in my living room because I found two very um, quirky chairs that, for my house and the and the uh, style that I decorate in, it really is unexpected. And once again, that's what the surrealism is about. It's about the unexpected. It's about the I'm not quite sure it it really goes because it it doesn't go, and that's the point. <laughs> you know, the point is that it doesn't go, and it creates enough intrigue. For you, what it does is it forces you to make sure that the conversation between the other elements in the room is more fluid. 
but doesn't feel you just threw some crazy thing in the room. It's really, it's a very, should I say, sophisticated as well as difficult and challenging way to design because it's not for the faint of heart. You know, you really have to work at that one. Wouldn't you say? You could have a fun element, depending on what you choose. Experiment with one or two things. Nothing, you don't want the whole place to look crazy and weird. But again, that's up to you. Yeah, I think that's that's a little more complicated. Not everybody can get away with doing that one. Uh, and I don't think everybody should try, <laughs> you know? I don't think so either, because you could end up wasting a lot of money on something mm -hmm. that you're like, why did I do this? Now we're talking about antique tapestries. Okay. I'm all about the layering. I think this is an opportunity to layer. I'm going to suggest to do it in bedding. You could actually find an antique tapestry or you could go out and look for antique textiles. Texture and the embellishment, if you will, on an antique piece is just stunning. Now, the combination of lace and linen, sometimes the quilting, and just the difference in textures within a particular piece. I have a blanket on my, on my bed and it has about three different textures on it. And I, I don't ever use it as a blanket. I just use it as a runner, if you will. I've folded it three times. It's at the very bottom of the bed and it just adds a layer of texture and a layer of tonality. It's definitely, it's got a lace and the lace has doesn't have beading but it has hand embroidery and then there's a very boucle type of a it's just it's just a visually interesting blanket and i was like yo i i gotta buy this because i didn't even know what i was gonna do with it i literally had it probably for three years before i decided to layer it on a white on cream on white type of bed yeah i like the tapestry sometimes on a chair a side chair mm -hmm. That will look cute or a pillow or something that, you know, small doses if you want to try it out. They're saying you'll find it on bed frames, cushions, and other furnishings and accessories. Canopy style beds, benches, and headboards, as well as upholstery as far as your eye can see. The next thing is marble everywhere, Alicia. They're saying use more marble in 2022. What do you think? Well, listen, I, I love my marble. You know, I love marble and I think it's fantastic. I don't know about everywhere though. I've seen some evidence of overkill on the marble, but you know, listen, you came into my kitchen recently. Marble is back. Let's just put it that way. And, and it's okay. Did it ever leave? Now they're doing marbleized candles, marbleized lamps. It's, I think true. it's a little, it's more, I don't the faux marble though. I don't, I don't get, I'm not in love with those faux marble prints. No, me either. Okay. The other thing is something you love. Faux tortoise. Give it to us. What's your thing? <laughs> I don't faux. Well, I guess I do because I have these glasses. I have these wonderful, huge mugs. And then I have these, I think they're from Nordstrom's. They're beautiful wine glasses. They were a gift, actually. I have a beautiful set of those. I love the tortoise. Love it. I love it. It's just a deep, rich brown amber color and then you've got this wonderful speckles of chocolate or rich brown and black i love it tortoise is great and they're saying that you'll see it in items that exemplify the hollywood regency style you'll see it in coffee tables 
octagonal lucite trays and more. Mm, okay. I'm down with it. I'm all over it. Okay. You like that one. You're probably going to see me use it because I love it. <laughs> okay. Another thing they're saying is nostalgic florals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been around long enough to know that there are some prints that are very Scalamandre and Schumacher. And there are a lot of these florals that historically classic. They, they never go out of style. They're a ton of money, but they're beautiful. They say florals and botanical imagery is uh-huh. ready to take over interiors on your wallpapers, your wall hangings, and even your pillows. Now that's, that's some coming back stuff because (laughs) that is definitely some old school stuff. That's cool though. And you know what? I bought some pillows the other day and I really was drawn to the florals. I took them back because that's not my style, but yeah, they're out there. There are a lot of them and and they're very attractive. They had my favorite flowers. One of my favorite flowers. They had the hydrangea, the wonderful blooms all over it splattered. It was very pretty. Well, I will be using florals, as always, on my tables in a vase. (laughs) That's as much floral as I could take. You know what? I used to dress very bohemian, Alicia. I don't know if you realize, but all my dresses in my closet was floral. Yeah, I remember. And I sold them all. I was what the heck? I'm not bohemian no more. I can't stand. I don't want to look at another flower except for in a vase. But I didn't realize every single dress. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it, though. I still love the bohemian style. I'm still attracted to it, but I just I just can't do it no more. Anyway, <laughs> side note. <laughs> Another thing they're saying is game rooms. Yeah, interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel people always had game rooms. I don't think, you know, your game room is ever going to go out of style. I know plenty of people, even when I was growing up, they had a game room where it was pool table and foosball and all the stuff you can dream of. I think it's called a man cave. Our game rooms was in our bedrooms and uh living room was not a place to play, but we did when you was a home mommy. Ha ha. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. My sister, my, my youngest sister brought two or three games to Christmas dinner and we played them. Do you remember all back in the day we used to do charades? We used to do yeah. have fun games and you know, we did that and we did it virtually. Now the game, they've, they've upped it. The, they've upped it a lot because nowadays you can do it virtually and you, they give you all these little paraphernalia to do it. And then we had it projected on the television and used Alexa to help us. <laughs> it was, it was really fun, but I'm going to tell you something. People are, since we're spending much time at home now because of the pandemic and, you know, COVID, I think game rooms don't have to be literally game rooms they do have to be a space in your house where now we're reintroducing games and game boards you can have a game table you can have a game board you can have a chess beautiful chess uh table checkers chess you could do cards you can have four people sitting there two people sitting there really cool stuff you can introduce into your decor yes and that actually leads to one of the other trends from House Beautiful we didn't we didn't get to is that versatile spaces. And that also goes hand in hand. You could create a game room out of a space that is versatile. 
aka flex spaces, which we talked about in one of our episodes. I think it was episode 19. Don't kill me. You guys may have to go back a little bit. But yes, we talked about flex spaces and how to create them. And game rooms, I agree. It's either a game room or if you don't live in a house fortunate enough to make a complete room into a game room, then, you know, you could create a game area, you know, or a place that can be flipped into a game area whenever a company comes over. We can help with that too. The last thing, Alicia, I'm going to say is metal shades. Once again, everything that is on here, I did what, a year ago, two years ago, when I'm redoing my house. I don't think these things ever go to style. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's been back. I've got those two cantilevering over my kitchen sink. Those are metal. They're black metal, but they're metal. Yeah, they're two metals. They're actually gold and black. I think that's not uncommon. It's not a new trend. It's been going on for quite some time, actually. Yeah, I've always liked metal lampshades. I do a lot of mid-century modern. That wraps it up for our House Beautiful Trends of 2020 forecast as well as our Architectural Digest take on the top trends for 2022. If you have any questions about these trends, you want to know how to use these trends, then feel free, drop us a line and set up an appointment with us. We would love to discuss your projects with you. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. It was a good one, my sister. Enjoyed you. (laughs) Enjoyed you too. We were a little crazy today, guys. Sorry about that. (laughs) But don't forget, it's our birthday month. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Share with your friends. Follow us on Insta at Truesdale Morrison Staging Design. Even if you don't listen to us every week, we want you to. But even if you don't get a chance, just go ahead and follow anyway because that is helpful. And smash that five-star button for us. We love you. And Happy New Year. See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Tea of Interiors is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Follow us on Instagram at Truesdale Morrison Design as well as on Facebook. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend and be sure to follow us on Spotify as well as give us a review on Apple Podcasts so that we can grow. We'll see you next week.